Hello, this is Amy Albert, the Community Engagement Coordinator at the Center for Career and Experiential Education, and I'm here with Julia, the URI Jumpstart Site Manager here. Um, we're excited to be spending this episode of Rams Get Jobs podcast to talk about the idea of volunteer to career. So welcome, Julia. Thank you for having me. We're excited to kind of get started. And um, why don't we start just so we have a general idea of your role here at URI. If you want to explain a little bit about the Jumpstart program um, and specifically kind of what you do here on campus. So um, Jumpstart is a really special program here at URI. Um, Jumpstart is a national organization um, at many universities throughout the country, but we are an early childhood literacy nonprofit. So um, I um, recruit, hire, train, and organize college students to implement a literacy curriculum in under-resourced neighborhoods in preschools specifically um, around the state of Rhode Island. Cool. It's it's a really awesome program to have here at URI, and as I understand, it's uh, one of the largest. Yeah, so we aim to recruit every year um, 85 students, and we hit that goal every year. So we're, we are what's known as a super site. Um, we're one of the biggest uh, jumpstart sites in the country. Um, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, we're excited to have Julia here today for a couple of reasons. One, Jumpstart is a great volunteer opportunity to take advantage of here at URI. Uh, it's that AmeriCorps quarter time. Yeah, so it is a part-time AmeriCorps yep. program, so it is affiliated with AmeriCorps. Um, our students sign on to complete 300 hours of service with us uh, during their academic school year. At the end of that time, once they've finished their 300 hours, um, they earn a scholarship, just like any AmeriCorps student would, but it's it's um, proportional to the time. To the number of to hours number that of they, hours. Which, yeah. is, which is great. And I think a, a big part of why I was excited to have you come in is both that piece, but also your own personal experience yeah. with AmeriCorps. Um, as both of us are AmeriCorps alums, and I'll, I can talk a little about my program as well. And as we're thinking about that idea of volunteer career for career, which for me um, really means that you're able to take either a volunteer experience and leverage it into a a job or leverage it into a way that you can kind of try out new things and figure out what you really like and what your passion areas are. And so um, can you talk a little bit about your own uh, AmeriCorps VISTA experience and what kind of brought you to that role? Absolutely. So um, I graduated from college in um, in 2014 with a degree in psychology and Spanish. And I think like a lot of liberal arts majors, you kind of aren't really sure where you want to take that. I feel that. I feel um, that. <laughs> if you want to take a couple years to work, go to school. Um, and then there's the whole issue of finding a job. So um, what I decided to do after I graduated was um, I applied to all kinds of things, but I did apply to many AmeriCorps positions. Um, And so through AmeriCorps, you can do a part-time program such as Jumpstart here at URI while you're a student. But after you've graduated, you can do something called AmeriCorps VISTA, which is a full-time experience. Um, You you apply and get hired just like any other job, um, but you sign on to uh, basically do what's called capacity building in um, in an organization for a full year, for 365 days. Um, you earn a living stipend in that time, so you, you get paid not a lot. It is definitely, that's part of the AmeriCorps experience, is getting to understand what it kind of means to live at the poverty level. But, that stipend um, life. That, that stipend, stipend life. life. Yeah. Um, 
but yes, yeah, so you get that stipend, um, and then you you earn a, a larger scholarship at the end for for your time. But so what I ended up doing, I'm not originally from Rhode Island, but I am a New Englander. Um, I applied to positions anywhere within a couple of hours drive from my hometown, and I ended up um, working at the Rhode Island Free Clinic in Providence, Rhode Island. So I did like community engagement. I got I I educated the community about our services. My my primary goal was to um, increase enrollment at the at the site that I was at. Um, and I ended up ha- it was a really interesting experience. But what ended up happening was I I through both direct and indirect measures was able to enroll about four hundred people at the at the clinic. So it it was definitely a year of. Um, uh, ups and downs, but um, ultimately was pretty successful. Yeah, that's great. And um, what kind of drew you to do a volunteer kind of full-time experience versus some other times people will jump into either like an entry-level position or what kind of drew you to that AmeriCorps piece? Yeah, I mean, I think I was sort of thinking about it in a similar way to another kind of entry-level job. I wanted to get some experience under my belt. I wanted to beef up my resume. Mm -hmm. I think um, there is this feeling that you need to graduate college with this full resume with all of these experiences already. And sometimes that's true and sometimes it's not. And for me, the case was that I really needed to um, expand my skills um, and really get myself ready to be in the workforce. Um, And so what AmeriCorps was able to do for me is kind of, I was able to get thrown into that environment and kind of find my footing Mm -hmm. um, with, you know, with the knowledge that it was a one-year commitment, there was an end date. um, So I could really just go for it and just see what happened. Yeah. And I should share, I also, um, as an AmeriCorps alum, I felt similarly to you in terms of graduating. I graduated actually from, from Villanova, um, now working at URI, so URI Pride, but had uh, that Villanova education and was kind of looking for those next steps. And I thought that AmeriCorps gave me a great opportunity to have leadership, but also the support as well. And I mm-hmm. think that a lot of volunteer opportunities can give you that chance to try new things with the safety net of knowing that there are people there to kind of support your professional path with yeah. that kind of one year um, finite date of let's think about how you can use this for the future, but also how can you learn as much as you can possibly learn mm-hmm. and how can you try new things and try things that I don't know about your experience, but I know yeah. for me, I tried things that I never would have imagined. I was a family engagement fellow and it wasn't something I necessarily thought home visits would be part of my future kind of professional path. But after my year of service, um, that was the piece that really spoke to me and I ended up becoming a family engagement coordinator. And I know you have spoken about it before. How were you able to kind of take that volunteer year and leverage it towards your kind of next steps or your professional career? Yeah, I mean, I was I did not major in anything health related. And I found myself, you know, in a health clinic. Um, I, I happened to also speak Spanish as a second language. So I was sometimes pulled into the the room with the doctors to translate. Mm -hmm. Um, I was driving all over the state of Rhode Island where I'm not from, (laughs) um, going into, you know, 
food pantries and community meetings and going up to people and cold calling people and just doing a lot of things I was a little bit afraid of, mm-hmm. but just, like I said, just trying it. And I and I will say, um, just to go back for a second to what you were saying about having that support system, um, one thing that is really special about doing a year of VISTA after you graduate is it's usually with about five or six other VISTAs mm-hmm. at your site. Yeah. So for me, I had like a built-in group of friends who were going through the same thing I was going through at the same job. They were super supportive. Um, so we all kind of helped each other out. Um, and I will also say that in terms of finding you know, my path and finding mentors, I, I did have to put myself out there. I had to ask for people mm-hmm. to mentor me and to, um, I had to kind of go find those people. And what I, what I found was um, folks were really willing. Yeah. And a lot of the community members that I met along the way ended up serving as like references or um, informational interviews and things like that. And so to your next point about kind of where it took me in life. Um, So my particular role was the uh, community engagement. Mm -hmm. So my job was literally to go meet people and go. (laughs) So I kind of used that to my advantage. I mean, what did I have to lose? I was only there for a year. So as my year started to finish up, I would reach out to those folks and just say, hey, uh, you know, I don't know if you know, but I'm in AmeriCorps. Um, I'm going to be looking for a job soon. Do you have time to grab a coffee and talk with me a little bit more about opportunities at your organization? Um, And these were folks who I had gone to previously to um, educate them about the clinic that I was working at. So we already had a prior relationship. But I was basically just able to use those relationships that I had cultivated and leverage them into into a job, essentially. And so what ended up happening for me, I, I went on maybe three or four informational interviews, which I had set up. Yep. Um, and one of those led to a recommendation for a job at their organization that I applied for and ultimately got. And so that was um, that was my job search experience. And it was actually... As far as job searches go, yeah. pretty pretty easy. It, yeah. it, it, you know, I didn't have to apply to too many jobs. Yeah. And I think that that is kind of the that piece, too, that's really special about doing a kind of intensive immersion volunteer experience like AmeriCorps, AmeriCorps Vista, um, or even some of the other, you know, volunteer programs you can do post-grad. For me, I ended up um, similarly leveraging my AmeriCorps experience into a full-time position at the organization I was serving, Mm -hmm. but I know I served and I can kind of speak to what you were talking about of that feeling of just graduating from college and being like, oh, I'd really like to have that core group of friends and support system and being on a team. There were 30 AmeriCorps members that were at my site, but there was a team of um, five or six of us that were kind of at the school together. Mm -hmm. And it was so nice to be able to be in similar experiences and all kind of trying to figure some stuff out. And I know that if some friends of mine both got full-time positions at the organizations that we were serving at or at the schools that we were serving Mm -hmm. with or at partner organizations like you and being able to I think volunteering has a great chance to kind of build your community impact but also just start to get to know people and especially in Rhode Island when it's so small (laughs) I I still see people that I met and that was already five or six years ago yeah you know it's a really small community and for someone like me who's not from here um coming in and having that team where we were carpooling together yep we were cooking together to save money it was really kind of fun like I look back on it really fondly um, and we we figured a lot of stuff out and especially if you are somebody who wants to go into the service field and, yep. or 
serving uh, others. Um, I think it's really good to get the perspective of having been an AmeriCorps member. I had to wait online for my own food stamps. I know what it's like to apply at DHS. I know what it's like to fill out that application and not understand having graduated from, you know, a top university. It was hard for me to get food stamps. So you can imagine what somebody who barely speaks English English second language or yeah yeah. so as as somebody who's going into the helping field um, I think it was really useful yeah and brings that great perspective and also um, a chance to I I always think it's such a great opportunity to get to know communities as well as when you're really engulfed in a community you get to know people and connect with them and find the similarities between you and people as well I I would go to different Part of what I did was going to different food pantries to talk to people, and I would, like, go to a couple different places and see the same people, and they knew me, and I knew them. Then I would see them walking around the neighborhood. I lived in the same neighborhood that I worked in. Um, They would recognize me. You know, it ended up being kind of a great way to build community as well. Yeah. And I think, you know, we both have this kind of before, prior to me coming to URI, I was um, the manager of a service program, mm-hmm. Commonwealth Corps, which is a statewide, um, Massachusetts statewide service program that is for Massachusetts residents serving Massachusetts residents. But I know from my experience of kind of also supporting and supervising service members, seeing them find their passion within their service, or sometimes it's just as important, and I used to tell us to my service members all the time, uh, the great opportunity of volunteering to figure out this is not exactly Absolutely. what I want to do. And yeah. uh, I actually am thinking about these other things that really feed my soul or feed my passion mm-hmm. area. And so kind of as, as your experience as now in the supervisory role yeah. of supervising these AmeriCorps um, members on campus, what have you seen that they've been able to do to leverage their experiences as well? That's a great question. And I think um, I you know, I, I wish I had some students here with me right now because we've had some really great conversations about that. But um, I think especially because what our program offers on campus is a pretty intensive yep. experience um, in a classroom, you kind of get to be teacher mm-hmm. way earlier than you maybe would be able to otherwise. Um, so I have a lot of students come to me and say it, it confirmed that they want to be a preschool teacher or just a teacher in general. Yep or maybe they were not previously specifically in the School of Ed, but now they would like to be. So it's a very confirming experience. And then I do have those folks who come to me and say, I definitely don't want to be a preschool teacher. And I'm so glad that they learned that now prior to getting their degree in early childhood ed. You know, so those types of experiences early are really, really telling because you may think that I love working with kids or I love doing this or I love doing that. Um, And then you finally go get that experience and then you realize you can kind of pick and choose. And I think that's part of that's part of growing. That's part of getting more experiences. And that certainly is is true of what brought me to URI is kind of learning what I liked and didn't like and then having the ability to kind of be a little more choosy. Yeah. And I think. Um, kind of I found through my professional career is then certain findings those things that really are exciting yeah. and fit and realizing that 
um, okay, this is an aspect that I'm, I'm really drawn to, so how can I build on that? How can I continue to, to grow and learn in that way? But I don't know about you, but I've also found with volunteering and supporting volunteers and supporting different organizations that there are so many people doing things that I had no idea mm-hmm. existed, yeah. and I didn't even know that they um, that those types of opportunities are available. And so just because you want to work in a school system, you don't have to be a teacher. You could be yeah. a support staff. You could work at a nonprofit organization mm-hmm. that partners with the school. So I think it offers some great chance to kind of learn different things. Yeah, I mean, I do not have my degree in education, and here I am organizing groups of volunteers in the education world so there's so many ways to go about doing what you want to do yeah. and it's it's exciting to go out and try things and and find find your way yeah Definitely. And I think, um, you know, just as a a shameless plug is we're (laughs) kind of talking through a couple of things. Um, There are, you know, these volunteer opportunities that are available kind of here on campus, like Jumpstart um, and other kind of one time or regular volunteer opportunities that are available through uh, the Center for Career Experiential Education through the Community Engagement Office. Um, But I know that you guys will be at the Careers for the Common Good Fair on September 17th. So I would encourage anyone who's kind of listening to to pop by and to hear a little bit more about what the program is and your experience as well. Yeah, you'll see our bright red tablecloth, yeah. big tablecloth that says <laughs> Jumpstart, so you can't miss it. And my shameless plug, we are still recruiting for the fall. Um, so if you have any interest in working in the community, working with kids, Maybe you want to be a social worker or a teacher someday, or you just want to give back. Head to jstart.org slash apply, um, and you can fill out an application, and then you'll hear from me. Yeah, and like I said, come to the... Go look at them online and come to the Careers for the Common Good Fair to have a chance to apply for this amazing program and to learn a little bit more. I know there's usually students there to talk about their yeah. own experience. You probably have friends on campus who mm-hmm. are involved. Um, and then also uh, at that fair, you'll be able to kind of see some other nonprofit organizations, both in Rhode Island, uh, government organizations uh, in Rhode Island and in kind of the southeastern Massachusetts area as well. Um, so starting to really find find your your passion area and, and trying out new things. Is there anything that we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to share? Oh, I'm not I don't think so. Yeah. Um apply to Jumpstart. Yeah. We would love to have you <laughs> any major any year that you're in school. Our our availability, um the times that we go out to preschools are on Mondays and Wednesdays, either in the morning or the afternoon. So just make sure you have that available in your schedule and we would love to have you. Yeah, and I guess I'll, I'll just end by saying that uh, everybody should go out and, and volunteer and try new things and meet people in your community because you never know when it could turn into um, a job opportunity or you never know when you're going to be in a place that you want to change careers or change a, a, your, the sector that you've been working in or the education that you've had. Um, and volunteering offers that really great opportunity. Well, thank you, Julia, for thank being for here today me. with me. And we'll look forward to seeing you all on September 17th at the Careers for the Common Good.